All right, guys, it's Saturday, September 16th, 2023, and I am flying solo dolo today. I think I said that right. That's what people say these days. All right, flying solo today with a topic. I think we're going to start discussing topics. One of our producers, Griff DeLong, was like, um, dude, you got to start putting out the stuff that you talk to me about every day. So I thought I would do that because Griff and I always chop it up, whether I'm walking, mountain biking, or just talking in the parking lot. And we get so intense, he's like, okay, I gotta write all this down, or, or whatever it is, takes takes it, leaves it, the advice. So I think today, um, a topic that's come to mind a lot, and a lot, of, a lot of years I've been around this, is a toxic relationship. And a toxic relationship is from employees to, to teammates, to friends, to partners, to bosses, to family. So the toxic relationship is a, you know, Ross McHenry, one of the guys that comes in the wood gym, is like, why do you help people so long? And I figured out, since I'm a personal development coach, that's one of the things I am, right? It was like how I was not self-titled, but became that title, is I want the best for everybody, but not everybody wants the best for them. And that's where I stick too long. So it's my strong point of bringing out the best in somebody, and it's also my weakest point of trying to bring out the best with people that drain you and the energy is not there. So have a question. So it's all about change or not. So the <laughs> I think that's a good question. And one of my listeners wrote a question. Can you please help me change my spouse the way they behave? And my answer was no. Okay, so no, I can't. And more importantly, either can you. So I thought that was really, really good. And the change comes from um, we waste so much time and energy trying to get this person to change. Simply, they are not going to. Okay? If a human being is going to change their behavior, it's because they want to. You can't. Okay? These are my footnotes. So I made three pages of footnotes. I didn't want to go nuts, but I made some really cool things. And you guys tell me later in the show or on DMs or whatever, you like it, you hate it. But you can't change somebody. And I try so much in this business to even have my athletes and my clients to improve. And it comes to the point where it feels like I'm just criticizing them. And then it comes to a point where you could see built-in resentment starts to happen. I got three R factors, and today I'm just going to say resentment. I'm not going to tell you the other two, maybe the other shows. But that sets in on both sides. And then then the relationship is gone. In my opinion, it's, it's, it's torn down. There's nothing there, whether it's a client, whether it's a spouse, a friend. But it gets like that, okay? If a human being's going to change their behavior, it's because they want to. You can't. Okay, no threatening, no, no conjoling, no encourages will get another person to change. And honestly, that one, guys, if I could tell you anything, if that one, I've tried the whole deck of cards with that one and it never, ever works. And the only time it works is when somebody else want, wants it to work. And even Ben, my other producer in here looking at me now is I'm so proud of him of taking on the training. He's training with my daughter, Ashlyn. Now him and his lady are, and I love it. And it's working for Ben because the guy is texting me when Ashlyn was sick last week going, Hey, can I get in at six? I'm not reaching out to him. And 
I do a lot of that still with people that really don't want to want to be reached out. They really don't want it. So, Ben, kudos to that. Okay, you're wasting your energy and your focus and your time on yourself. And I feel like I've been doing a lot of that for several, several years with a lot of people. And I'm talking to Griff. He knows a lot. Talking to you, you know a lot. Everybody. It could be from a, a doctor in here going, are you, you living your best version of yourself? Come on, let's go another day. And it's not the money. And it's like we settle. The reason we settle is our circle. And I had to figure that out. So if your circle is telling you you're okay, you need a different circle. Okay? Because your circle is going to lower your down to where they are. And they think they're fine. And if I have to hear the word fine and okay anymore in a vocabulary out of somebody, it's just like when you ask how somebody is and they say great. Oh, I love that. It's perfect. I run the other way because today something's going to happen that's not great. Somebody could run out of gas, a nail in a tire, fall on a mountain bike, whatever it is. Something's going to happen, right? So fine and okay, I don't like that because fine and okay people I find are settlers. They settle, okay? And the whole average thing, it's out there. That's great. Let somebody else be average, but we're not. And we try to... It, it really frustrates me, and I got to turn that off, as trying to get everybody to be the best version of themselves. But if they don't want to, as you text me wanting to work out, that's beautiful. I love that. It has nothing to do with me. It's like, you're wanting to get better. You're wanting to find Jesus Christ. You're wanting to change. And I'm counseling a gentleman now, and I'm like, you have to make the changes. You can't wait on other people to change. So I can't help you with your spouse, and you can't help you with your spouse. That is up to you to do the changes for anybody else to change. And if they don't change, you have to figure out two things. You stay or leave. There's nothing else. There's, there is no, that's so black and white. And people will probably, I said this to a gentleman, you could do hard for a short period of time, or you could do hard for the long period of time. But the hard for the short period of time is happiness on the other side of heart. And I think Griff sent me something like that with a little tunnel guy going through. But it really is like, choose the heart. It's, it's, and I go back to training all the time is what my podcast is about. Not Joe Rogan always lift weights. You know what I'm saying? But training. So it's like when I go do those mountain bike rides on a single speed, no suspension at the rudiest place in East Tennessee at 230 pounds at 55 years of age, it's really hard. Like, I don't look forward to one of those mountain bike rides. I look forward to the other side of my heart. And it's, and it's like, it, you can't explain it of how it is. So the toxic. Okay, you either accept them the way they are or leave. Got it. Okay, page two. Bear with me on my notes, okay? We can try threats, encourage, ignores. This, this any of it works for long term, not short term, right? So it doesn't work on a long term. It worked for a short term because everybody what? And I'm talking to people that have background with psych people, right? We know this. Is It's called a, uh, a manifested or a lie change where somebody will go, you need to change. Okay, okay, I'll change. I'll change. And they change, but they're not changing within themselves. They're not doing it for themselves. So it's a, um, what did one of the many therapists I've visited said that it's a, it'll, it'll run its course. That person will go back to 
not walking with you. That person will go back with you, not sitting outside with you. But if you request that and you go, okay, if you do this for me, I'll do this for you. Well, if it's not natural within your gut, it won't work, correct? Okay, this is a great one. You guys remember this, okay? When you ever want to judge a situation or a person, turn your ears off and your eyes on. And it's on the book of Proverbs 1.8, but I found that. I found that and studied that. It's like if you really watch somebody and not listen to them, that's what they are. And I always say, if they show you who they are, believe them. And how many times do you have to believe them when they show you who they are? Because we, what we're doing a disservice to them, and I find this even in the training, is we are putting expectations on them that they can't do, whether they can't do it now or they can never do it. So we have to stop doing that. Does that make sense? And I find that so much in this business and I find it in relationships. I find it in friendships. I find it in my family. And it's like, we either have to accept them the way they are or leave them or are we being the best version of ourselves? That's the beauty of it. But we know as Griff and I talk biblical all time, it's like, if you concentrate on yourself and be the best version of you, a lot of people don't want to do that. And a lot of people want to point fingers and look at somebody else's life and how they need to improve that. And all you got to do, Griff, as I told you that, is look how somebody's doing it, whether it's a relationship, whether it's work, whether it's training. If they're doing it better than you, that's part of your circle. That's who you want to sit down and break bread with. All right? All right, why are you so afraid to be alone? You're willing to stay with someone that mistreats you or behaves in an ill manner. I really, really like that one. Okay, so you're... The, it's a it's the afraid of alone. It's afraid of the unknown, as we talk in Hebrews 11.1. 1. So I would rather sit in this, knowing what I have, than leave. Mind boggles me, but there's people out there that do it. More likely, why do you stay with them if they hurt you? Better yet, hurt themselves. Perfect, man. Okay, I got to get going. Okay, so when they hurt themselves, so... We talk about enabling, Griff, because we've talked about so much. So if you love this person and you're sitting there watching this person do damage to themselves emotionally, psych, psych, physically, mentally, emotionally, all that, and you're watching that, you don't love yourself enough. So you can't ask them to give you something that you're not giving yourself. And it's called self-love and it's God is love and when people really, if you really look at it, a lot of people don't have self-worth about themselves. Think about it. Think of everybody that even comes in and trains. And it's like, are you being the best version of yourself? Is your body weight the best? Is your body fat the best? Are you taking care of your nutrition, your sleep to be the best? And then after that, you could go, I need my partner, my friend, or somebody bring themselves up. Think about it. It's really cool. As a trainer, life, yeah, I see what people can be. Also weakness, I put too much energy into someone and too much time. That was my answer for Ross McHenry. As he's like, I just don't understand. I don't know how you balance it, but why you do it. It's what I do. It's what I am. So it's, it's detriment on both ends. And all you guys have witnessed it with let that client go. Let that, whatever it is of like, why do you? And it's like, man, because I, I see better in them. Well, if they can't see better in them, what am I supposed to do? The same thing with a workout is like a write it, but if you don't do it, or you want to call your own shots, or you don't want to do this and do that, you watch that person just fade away. The numbers go down. Everything starts, and it's like, 
Now they're taking it. Now they're 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 their own self-awareness mirror. That's what we talk about. And that's a really big one that we'll get onto later. The only reason you stay is a lack of self-worth. What truly you deserve. Okay? Look at how they treat you, probably treat other people well either. They don't treat them well. Okay? If you really watch somebody treat, unless they put fake masks on, just watch how somebody's nice to somebody, the waitress, the bartender, anybody. That's how, and usually it's ugly inside if it's a toxic relationship and they don't like themselves and they have their own vices and stuff. They really, most people that aren't have the self-worth live in shame. And that shame just is with embarrassment and that's where they become other different people. And then, then you don't know who you have. In my opinion, what I've seen with all my different other people. Until they suffer a consequence, they won't change. Maybe leave. Maybe that's the consequence. And that could be a friend, partner, employee. It's like they won't change unless there's a consequence. And everybody said natural consequence, whatever that is. Getting cut from a team and going, it's a coach's fault. No, it's your fault. Okay, how can I do better? Did I do everything the best I could be? Okay, consequences. If your happiness is based on another person, big risk in your life, lots of energy wasted. And I find that is... Oh, well, if I was to blame for that years and oh, well, if you did this and did this, I'd be happier. And we all know that that never works, right? If we have to depend on somebody else's happiness. And I think you two guys, and especially Griff, because I know him the most, he's such a, a, a self-centered man in, in a good way of he could be by himself a lot and he's happy. And a lot of people can't be by themselves and be happy. And they want that other person for happiness. So they probably came to a relationship unhappy first and weren't fixed. So self-love is important. Accept you as you are or don't. It's it's that simple is, hey, so-and-so, if your person or spouse is like this, either you like them enough or love them enough to accept them the way they are, or not. And the big thing I find is the personal development, personal growth. I'm addicted to improving. Okay. I've, I know that. And I find that it's okay. If your partner isn't, and they're happy, not saying they're sick and unhealthy, but they're happy with their job, how they train, how they eat and how they sleep. If we keep critiquing them, then the resentment builds in against, and that's what happens. But if you like them enough and go, I could take this and this, and I'm happy. I'm not here to change him. Does that make sense? I like that one. If they're not willing to live up to the standards, why are you waiting for this one? This person to change. This one person to change when there's 8 billion others. And there's not just one love. That's That's how do people... You know, spouses die off and the other person finds another love. I mean, it's like friendships. It could be that way. I find that. I, I, I see that with all the people I work with. When they don't change, resentment will set in and more distance will come. And I find that mostly with friendships, find that with clients, and of course with partners and spouses. So, bingo. I did three pages of that. And that's all I'm giving you. And I hope, I hope you guys listen to some of that. And I want to tell everybody out there, you're not alone. It's like a CVS pharmacy. 
It is. They have an aisle for everything. So when you go ask the pharmacist something, oh, foot fungus, aisle seven. Wow, somebody else had it. Or, or if you're down and out and, and you know that people are, are sick and, and they go to the doctor and the detached retina I'm dealing with with my daughter and, oh, wow, they have that. Oh, people have done that. And for the people that are really struggling and really have to go places to get help, they just didn't open up that facility for you. It's been there before. So God bless you guys, and I hope this helped.